When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. He does. See if he's got some hands that go to the other way. Oh, it's caught by Kubero! Look at him go! There he goes! It's a foot race on the play with Burhey! Galloping touchdown! How excited these Packer twits are about uh, Jake Kubero, who uh, I think this is his third pro season since he left Whitewater. That's T W I T S. Yes. Twits. And it's, you know, there's two varieties of that word. You we did could, kind of scare us there for a We could be missing that. We could be missing a letter, and that would be on. You know, on impolitic, and then we could have a different vowel in right. there. That could be impolitic. But the word is twits. T W I T S. Look it up. Packer twits. It's right in the dictionary. Uh, well, anyway, Jake Kubero is, uh, first of all, he's white, right? <laughs> Second of all, he played at Whitewater, right, right down the street, right? Correct. And third, he's got long, goofy hair. Uh, which really makes him distinctive, and it, it, it's a cry for attention. But last night, in for some reason, this game ended up being fifty-one to thirty-four for the uh, Packers. Is that the way they're going to have to play this year? Uh, they beat the Steelers last night at Lambeau, and this Kumaro, who's a uh, wide receiver, uh, who was undrafted. This is his fourth year. He was with the Bengals on the practice squad, was uh, active for I, I don't know if he was active. He was on the 53 for one game. Then the Patriots had him for a little while last year, never played him, let him go. And the Packers signed him. And now he's in training camp with them. Last night, three catches, 114 yards, and uh, that long touchdown, what, 84 yards, was it? 88 yards, whatever the heck it was. I can only yards. imagine the talks, the sports. We should have, uh, we should have monitored the thing that oh, uh, Judd and oh, uh, Packer vent line. Judd and Phil. Line, yeah. I bet, I bet it was wall to wall Kumaro now, excitement. When you you're a, when you're a Packer fan, do you also use the preseason to get into regular season shape, like the players do? So, in other words, on a Thursday night, are you 
Are you knocking back about 17 bush lights to get I ready? I would imagine the uh, <laughs> attendance at the toilet paper factory on Friday. There's a lot of guys calling in. A lot of guys calling in sick to Fort Howard. I got. Or imagine. are they responsible and just take a day of vacation no. ahead of time? You know, you know what, setting it you up know, my, the day off. My newspaper wasn't delivered this morning. At least it wasn't there when I left early this morning at 6.30 or so. Maybe he's a Packer fan. Maybe he had Kumaro fever, right? Could be. Could be. Uh, anyway, Kumaro uh, uh, was getting the accolades from all of his teammates. He's six foot four, 210 pounds. As Manny pointed out when we were talking earlier... He did have whiteness in his favor as a Patriots potential candidate, but he's way too tall. Too six tall. foot four. That's yeah. why I don't think Decker's going to make it. He's too tall. They like their white guys 5'10". You know, 5'10". That's, that's about the maximum. <laughs> they like the little white guys. We got your Welker. We got your Amendola. And we got your Edelman. Edelman, yeah. Edelman is, is Edelman six foot? And Kevin Hogan. Hogan, too. That's yeah. right. Hogan. Chris Hogan. Kevin Hogan's yeah, Kevin Hogan's the quarterback. That's Chris, right. Yeah, Chris, Chris Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they they like their white guys a little smaller. Their white receivers, but uh, Green Bay. I just can't imagine how excited. You know, they've been very upset about Jordy getting let go because he, he, he had yep. a very good career and B's white, and uh, they uh, were re- really excited about. Uh, they were sad about losing him, but now that they got Jay Kumaro, I can only imagine. We got to. Uh, you know, that's Steve. Back in the day when Judd and Mackey were really into it, they would have had a little Kumaro on the uh, on the Packer vent line today, right? What was the best one that they ran? It was, I think, it was after a loss. Oh yeah, and the guy wanted the Packers to just blow it up, start yeah. over, trade Rodgers. Yeah, that was a but, that was a pretty good one. But they, but it's almost funnier with the Packer fans when something good happens. The overreaction yes. when something yes. good happens is almost as much fun as the overreaction when something bad happens. Because I think it was, let's see what Brett Hundley's got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had your wish. Yes, you did. And now you got Deshaun Kaiser. Oh uh, God, that's right. They traded for that stiff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's in a bat. It's a battle. Actually, they say. I think. Did I read that Hundley has uh, outplayed him? So, in these exhibition games, that what, is whatever saying that something. Means. Whatever that means. My, but my favorite, Aaron uh, got a robust reception last night from the first time he's been in Lambeau since he got cheap shotted by Anthony Barr and uh <laughs> in in their opinion. And uh and he, he got misty, they said. He was uh, he was uh, so moved. Now did he patch things up with the family? Aaron? After the split with uh, uh, with Olivia, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think I think that the kid, the, the the guy who was the Vanderbilt quarterback, ended up going becoming a talk radio host, and the and, and he was the guy that kind of let the cat out of the bag. I think mm. that they were had in the feud with the family. Okay, we but in Green Bay, I think we blamed it on Olivia, didn't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite uh, Packer vent line that uh, Mackie and Judd used to take was the the one where the guy called in and. I think it was after the the Vikings had beaten the Packers that Sunday night game, the first game at U.S. Bank Stadium, and uh, wanted the Packers to fire Mike, Mike McCarthy and hire Urban Meyer. 
Oh, really? Well, yeah. I think Urban might be available coming yeah. by next week. Uh, I, I doubt it, though. I think he's going to stay. Speaking of that, Manny, uh, we have more revelations, by the way, from Brett McMurphy. Did you guys see this? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So they're, they're apparently they're going to come to a decision on Sunday at well, Ohio State. The, uh, the president said today there's no timetable. Oh, oh he did. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. But Brett McMurphy tweeted about 10 minutes ago, more disturbing revelations in Ohio State saga Watch Stadium Reports in 2015. Zach Smith had sex toys and male apparel ordered and sent to him at Woody Hayes Athletic Center, OSU's football offices. Smith also took nude photos, including the the White House in 2015. I'm assuming after they after they won the for their national championship. Of him, he just took nude photos. That's all it says. Well, yeah, most likely of himself. These are not, but if they don't, they don't. They don't care what you're saying about Jazz Zach Smith right now. You can say anything you want to about him, it's yeah. whether whether Urban knew he was. It's having just sex still toys. a bad look on the university. It is, but it's not. This does not reflect poorly on Urban. He does not have to go check their mail to see if there's any dildos in there or something. Yeah, but if you're know. having it sent to the the, well, yeah, but the offices not, at the university, but, but that's not Urban Meyer's problem. It's not Urban Meyer's problem. He's not going to open up people's packages that they're having sent. To maybe them. he should. Now, unless, maybe unless it's, it's vibrating. Maybe if it says. Maybe if it says. Maybe maybe if it says on. Maybe if it says on the box. Acme sexual device. <laughs> you know, if it says Big Twelve inch on it, <laughs> maybe maybe you got a problem. Oh, this yeah. must, be, must be conference related. It says Big Ten. <laughs> nice. All right. I don't think that one will affect Urban's future. It just makes Zach Smith look worse. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be back. The Mavericks, today's uh, musical guest. We might have used them last year, but I can't remember. We didn't use them this year. All right. I was saw several tweets last night about how great Teddy Bridgewater was. Fantastic. Uh, a couple of guys saying, any of you who doubted Teddy, blah, blah, blah. Then I heard Mackie today and Judd, they were really uh, pumped about how well Teddy had played. Uh, of course... I'm very determined to make America great again, so I don't watch exhibition football. I've, uh, I did not watch any of it. <laughs> That's I my contribution. I no preseason <laughs> football. Yes. But not having looked at the box score till I came in here, I expected to see 14 for 16 for three touchdowns and. 220 yards, knowing that Sam Darnold had actually started mm-hmm. and uh, apparently looked bad through an interception. So I looked at Teddy. I said, okay. Now I wanted to look at the play-by-play. Well, first of all, it was 10 out of 16 with a touchdown and interception, right? And his uh, quarterback rating was 82 and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the first time he gets the ball, we're, we're playing against the second team now, right? Okay, by by the time he gets in the game. They uh, start out at the uh, at their own twenty-two. The Jets. He uh, on second down. He completes a short pass that uh, C. Johnson. That's our guy. Is that our guy? Is that Charles? Oh yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, yeah, might be, yeah. Uh, Thirteen-yard pass. So he makes a little, throws a little short pass, and it's somebody runs it for thirteen yards. And then uh, they get to uh, second and nine, and he throws, tries to throw deep, and it's incomplete. 
And then on third and nine, he tries to throw short left. Uh, third down is the uh, same old problem. And he uh, throws short left, and that's incomplete, and they punt. So we're at this point, I don't think all of us who were not quick to embrace the Teddy is great theory are safe, right? Yes. At this point, after this first series. Mm-hmm. One, thir- one short 13-yard completion and then a punt. Uh, now they get the ball back at their own 12. Now, obviously, uh, that's uh, that's tough territory. Teddy throws a, another pass, short right, and it's good for 19 yards. So that gets him out of the hole, gets him to 31. Uh, then on second and 11, he tries to throw it deep again, and once again, he's incomplete. I can just see the duck flying from here. Okay, I can hear the quacks. That's two straight long passes. You are ruthless. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. I, I haven't, I didn't see it, obviously, but I can see the quack. You're just picturing it. Yes. And then on third down, of course, he's third and 11. So you know what he does. He throws under the sticks, uh, four-yarder, and they punt, right? So at this point, I don't think the Teddy bandwagon is out of control. And by now, uh, we're getting to the second half here, which means we're basically down to third-teamers, right? Some second, mm-hmm. some third. This time they get the ball at their own 25. And uh, uh, they got Thomas Rawls in New York now, huh? Okay. Yeah. So uh, he runs for two yards, and Teddy throws short left to Hanson. I think this was the possession that I watched. Short left and for no gain. And then he was sacked. And then he gets sacked. Yeah, yeah. that's the possession. Yeah, third down, watching. he gets sacked. Yeah. So third and eight, he gets sacked. Boy, that's a shock. I can see him. Was he backing up? Was he doing the backup? He, he, it was, he didn't really, in, in his defense, he didn't really have a whole no, a lot, lot of time. time. Okay. But, well, that's because you, know, you got your third team yeah. line in. Bigger question. Okay. Both gloves were on? <laughs> I think I think yeah. he was wearing okay. Gloves. Okay, good. I think so. Good. Remember, okay, yeah. so uh, that that's so at this point, I'd say same old, same old, right? Yeah. Now they get the ball at their own twenty-nine later in the game, and he completes a thirty-yarder, but again, short right. 30-yarder. He's not hitting a guy running over the, crossing over the middle. So it was middle. a 30-yarder and the guy caught it. it short and ran? Yeah, it says short right. It says short right, 30 yards. So okay. a 30-yard gain. That's good. Then, deep left, incomplete. Quack, quack, quack. Uh, <laughs> second and 10, 41. Uh, no, wait. Uh, third and five. Short left. And he got it past the sticks for a first down. <laughs> okay. He got a six-yard gain. First and 10, Washington 30 now. Uh, they run the ball for one yard, and then he throws a pass short left that goes for uh, 13 yards, but again, short. And then on first and 10 from the 16, Teddy hits a 16-yard pass to Sharon Peak for a touchdown. Never and heard of that. 11-0, but Sharon Peak tells me we're down to the third teamers by now, right? Because I have never, I have no idea who that is. Okay. Now, and now we get to Teddy's last uh, last uh, possession. He, uh, on second and eight, he gets sacked. On third and eight, he throws short right and gets nine yards. And uh, But there must be a penalty or something. Third and eight. No, it, he gets nine yards. He throws short right and then gets nine yards. Uh, so once again, he gets it past the stick somehow. Uh, first and ten. Now second and eight. 
He, he made a scramble, made four yards. Third and four, he throws short right for 17 yards. And a first down, they're down at the Washington 8, and uh, they end up kicking a field goal. Same old, same old. What's What was all the excitement about? Well, I he think... He threw it short. He dumped it off. It sounds like he dumped it off well. Okay. And but, not but, having... But I, I, I also applaud him for coming back from a serious knee injury. That's, I guess, what I... But to declare this, like anyone who is skeptical of Teddy's greatness was proven to be a liar against the second and third teams in an exhibition game where he, uh, you know, seemed to... As I said, I didn't see it, but just reading the reading the play by play, it sounds very familiar. Well, and that's I guess what I was going to say too is I I think it's a, it's at a point where everyone just so desperately wants good news for Teddy yes, that yes. any sign of any type of but, achievement but, but, is but viewed as. I guess what I'm trying to say is, Chris, was this was not the way it was presented. It wasn't presented as boy, he's uh, coming back, right? And he's, and he's looking. It was he was great. But we, all, but, but we yes. also have that reaction when anyone has, you know, the unknown, the the, the unknown third stringer comes in. Uh-huh. Um, McLeod Bethel-Thompson. Oh, sure. You know, that, that happens with just about every well, team. Joe Webb. We saw we Joe Webb in preseason. Wait till we get a little thing. Kyle Slaughter oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Did we get Kyle Slaughter last week? I think we got a little bit because Randy was bit, all yeah. over him. So when he would just night, tweet, tomorrow Slaughter, night, Slaughter. Tomorrow night, do we get... Two uh, possessions out of Cousins or more? No, no. Uh, Tomorrow afternoon. Remember, tomorrow she's a afternoon, nooner. That's right. Yes. What time do you want me to pick you up? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> there is a 100% chance that even if I wanted to watch it, I'd forget <laughs> that it was being played at noon. Noon on Who a Saturday. Who plays an exhibition football game in an indoor stadium? We'll have the windows open. But an indoor stadium on a Saturday. They've had mm-hmm. one like this every year. To when the us. NFL called them up and told them to uh, that they were scheduling this game at noon on Saturday, Ziggy should have said, go to hell. We're not playing it. <laughs> Are We're they, playing it at Is night. this going to be a national, like is Fox taking it? Must be some kind of a, must, that must be the reason Because I remember, well, because last year they had the NBC game with the Niners, and then two years ago. The, the Charger game, game. The Charger game, but that was a noon kickoff, I think, and yep. that was on Fox. Yep. So I don't know if they're not entirely sure. Hey, what are we going to do here? We've got our last really shot of State Fair merchandise coming up. They went with the fixer. They went with the fixer T-shirt. <laughs> if the fixer could really fix it, he might still be working He'd after September seventh, right? <laughs> so uh, we got that. A, hey, uh, you know, the fixer's been pretty much been put out to pasture here. Okay, <laughs> but we got the Krabby Coffee Shop. Cups, coffee cups, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lousy eight bucks. You got uh, drawings of Kenny and I on the cover, and it says, uh, "What's it say at the bottom?" It says, uh, "Get your order and leave," or something. Something. Get your order and go away. These are going to sell out in like twenty minutes. They only got a hundred of them, and they're eight bucks. Right? They only ordered a hundred of them, and they're eight bucks. So anyway. I think we need another hundred. Kenny That's says, "Take your coffee and get out." Take your coffee. Get your coffee. And get out. And get yeah. Your, okay. Get your coffee. And get your coffee and get out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're gonna go like hotcakes. Kenny's Those very good. passionate about the, yes. making sure we get that right. They're gonna go. Uh, they're gonna. Uh, you know, they're gonna go hot. We got to order more. We got to get more in here. Of course, the hottest thing last year we ended up burning. So. <laughs> Not burning, but, but uh, putting out a market. 
not elite. That did that. That T-shirt didn't last no, too long. Well, the, no, you're thinking of the other one. No, we burned that. Those were five years ago, six years ago. But the no, 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 the other Gopher shirt from last year that we had to uh, RTB. Yeah, yeah. We, I don't think we burned those. We gave those away. But uh, but the not elite one, which was fantastic and selling like hotcakes, we only made fifty of those. And then so if you got one of those not elite, you can put it on eBay and make money. Yeah, that's true. You can put it on. That's eBay, a good point. eBay and make money. Yes, yes, it is. By the way. Uh, Reavers, uh, you should have corrected me on this. A gentleman named John Haldeman has checked in to report that uh, PJ took uh, took his team to uh, Beyonce uh, a couple of days ago. He really? did. Yes. Why didn't anybody mention? I that? don't know. Why didn't? Uh, why didn't? Nobody that? told us. No. 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 How do we not didn't know? receive any publicity? Didn't receive any publicity. But thanks, John. Keep hanging there. Tell we we need you till September seventh. That's and right. After that, uh, uh, leave us alone. To All grow, right. you must fail. Yes, yes, that's true. We'll be back. Live inside the TCL Broadcast Studios, the ride with Roy C. rolls on on a Friday. Chris Reavers has a sports update. Uh, let's start with the Twins. Uh, your Twins lineup, uh, Logan Forsythe, the red-hot Logan Forsythe, after a five-hit game last <laughs> night, will lead off at second. Eddie Rosario left. Jorge Polanco at short. Miguel Sano at third. Tyler Austin is your designated hitter. Jake Cave in center, J- Josh Field in right, Erie Adrianza is your first baseman. Bobby Wilson behind the plate, Kyle Gibson makes the start Gentlemen, for the Twins. Yes, sir. Do you agree with me? Uh, what are they doing with poor Francisco Liriano? Why do they? Why are? Why do they not just release him? Well, that's what I. Can't. Why don't they? I mean, what are they hoping to accomplish? Because he's only on a one-year deal. But yeah. I know they don't have any pitching, but they got to you know let some 23-year-old kid try to make those starts or something. That was pretty tough to watch oh, last God, night. At, yeah. least, at least Irv's been hurt, so he has that excuse. But yeah, Liriano's well, it, just gone. What's really sad is when you look at his face, he's like this fat old old pitcher now, and we remember the... Remember the fresh-faced phenom. It's well, uh, kind of sad. And I tweeted out last night, too, during the game, because I, I watched the game briefly last night. I, and I know this is their first year in Detroit, but if you're Gardy and Rick Anderson and you're just you're looking at what you have in front of you, and, of course, Gardy knew, kind of knew what he they was signing up for. But, but at the same time, it's like, aren't you kind of, if you're those guys, aren't you kind of sick of this? Like, just watching just not a good... They also didn't make a lot of moves before the deadline. Not that they had a lot of pieces to no, sell off. No, that was their problem. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure they had eight guys out there with a you know, Vic, Victor's done, and uh, nobody wanted. I him guess. And, I guess my question. I'm not saying like Gardy needs to resign or anything after one year, but it's like at some point, it's just you're looking at what you have, and it's just man, this is just not good. Speaking of Gardy, how about this? By the way, uh, Jared Denny. I don't know if that's a beat writer for the Tigers, but what he said was, by far the most significant news to come out of the Tigers clubhouse today was Ron Gardenhire talking at length about taking his daughter's dog, Luna, through the McDonald's drive-thru every time he stays in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> he says, quote, 
I take the dog to McDonald's and get it a sandwich. Every morning she jumps in the truck and we go get her a little breakfast sandwich. I don't know if she really likes the eggs, but she eats them. I'm serious. She sits at my door waiting. Sometimes I mix it up. Either I get her a sausage biscuit or I get her just a basic egg McMuffin. Sausage, egg, and cheese. She takes it in her mouth, walks over to her bed, lays it down, stares at it, stares at us, wants to know what we're eating, and then she just goes back and takes it apart. It's not the healthiest thing in the world for a lab, but it's something we started doing because Joe Vavra told me he takes his dog to get ice cream. <laughs> God, cream yeah, there's not much else to... Uh, <laughs> I I did enjoy being in the... Uh, when I drove up there to see him right early in camp in Lakeland and the Detroit writers were... Uh, I can't remember. It wasn't Battle of the Tail of it. No, I think it was something about how the ball was coming out of Mike Fulmer, Fulmer's hand and I said, that's not the last time you're going to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's why I loved his quote yesterday about the uh, the kid from Miami that threw at Okuna. Yeah, he said, yeah, I'd bat him lead off so he'd get <laughs> drilled. And the guy that's going to do something that stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was Boy, great. that is a bad-looking team, though. Oof. The, Tigers. the Tigers. You know, they that, that the prob- uh, playing fair there for a couple of months is what, you know, kind of yeah. fools everyone into thinking maybe they're not as rotten as we think they are. And they are. They are. Uh, they're terrible. I, what, what's going to happen in this division when Cleveland uh, loses a couple of those guys, they're going to win yeah. eighty and win the division by ten games. Yeah, this, right. The next, the foreseeable future it's for worse. sure. Is I not think the good. White Sox got the best chance to be competitive, but they need pitching. So, you I mean from their farm system and whatnot? Yeah. Well, yeah. the the somebody else the, I was reading, Rodon's pitching well for him. Finally, somebody else was saying that the Tigers actually have some uh, talent. The problem is, it's all at single A. You know, with our, the, well, they got yeah. the Mize kid number one overall, but they just, it's going to be a long time before they're even competitive. Sounds again. like some other team I know. <laughs> Do we, we know? Uh, we have, somebody tweeted out that 13 of the Twins' top 30 prospects have played at Cedar Rapids this year. To which I said, 2023 can't get here soon enough. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> On the White Sox, do we know, are they doing like a, is, is Hawk doing like a, uh, Victory tour. Type well, of thing, or is he... I don't think they're back here. Didn't didn't we look that up? Well, they're, 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 they're here the, sat Monday, but they're he Monday for the makeup. He won't game, come but... up for a makeup game. No chance. <laughs> he, he can't get around a golf in. He ain't showing up. Oh, so that game is here. Yes. Yeah. And then Before they, they go to Chicago. Chicago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. from the the game, the series that got snowed out or whatever early yes. in the yeah. season. Makeup this, game. Okay. And, then, and then they come here at the end of September. The yeah. White Sox. Do. He'll have to come for that. Yeah. End of the season victory tour. But okay. Yeah, that's good enough for our sports uh, roundup there. And uh, we, we got some other great stuff here on the, uh, let's see, the, uh, what are we calling it again? We're calling it the, the Freelance Freelance, freelance, freelance Friday fun, fun, fun Fest. Fest. And the Freelance Friday Fun Fest Feel Good Thought of the Week will be uh, coming up pretty soon, too. Taking the ride with Roycey. Have you ever noticed when you're driving that anyone who's driving slower than you is an idiot? And anyone driving faster than you is a maniac! On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Roycey now continues. It's time for Late Hits. There's a uh, heavyweight uh, fight coming up uh, in uh, Northern Ireland, uh, must be Belfast, between Deontay Wilder 
uh, for the heavyweight title against uh, the Fury guy, uh, Tyson Fury, the Brit. So uh, oh. it's going to be in uh, Belfast. And the uh, weigh-in was being held for Fury when Deontay Wilder came in and made a big entrance and uh, started a big uh, row going on uh, uh, before the fight. And you know, you know what that tells us when these take place at the weigh-in? They're having a hard time moving tickets. Right, yeah. they, we got to drum pay, up some. The pay per view ain't moving. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's. You, Muhammad Ali invented that when he was still Cassius Clay in the early '60s. He invented the taunt, the uh, weigh-in taunt, yep. the press conference taunt, and it has been a staple of boxing for the 55 years since then. If the if the tickets aren't moving, or that in later ages the the pay-per-view is not moving, I'm not sure this fight is. This fight's probably not on on pay-per-view. Certainly not over here. But uh, whenever that happens, you know, uh-oh, they're not selling tickets like they hope. Now, is, Fury's, is Fury undefeated? Yeah, somebody, I somebody, he is. Somebody's undefeated. Yeah, think, he's, yeah. he's 26 and 0. Okay, yeah, and, that's uh, what I thought. Wild, they're both undefeated. Wilder's oh, 40 okay. and 0, too. Huh. 30, he's a monster. Yeah. And I think Fury's big, too. Well, I got news for you. If you get two undefeated fighters, you're not selling any tickets. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know what publicity stunt you could pull that's going to convince anyone. Then otherwise, well, I you know it's just you know too white too. It's heavyweight boxing is not entertaining because they're now they're big monsters. They don't move. They just, and they, the Klitschko's didn't help either because no. they were they were holding onto the belts and wouldn't fight anybody. Yeah, and, and then they'd go out and go bomb and hit you on yeah. top of the head. You know, boxing heavyweight boxing champions in the day. Oh, well, Muhammad weighed what? 210. 210, 215 about, yeah. Uh, Rocky Marciano, big slugger Rocky, was like 185, 190, something like that. Joe Lewis wasn't a huge man either. Evander Holyfield was kind of the last of the small Small heavyweight guys. Yeah, I mean, there was some movement in it. that uh, Now it's just big lugs going out there and hitting each other. (laughs) Isaiah, (laughs) oh, excuse me. More evidence that the Patriots, it's over. That It's over. It's not... Oh, I saw. They're not going to yeah. win their division. Their top draft choice, Isaiah Wynn, who they got for that lousy offensive line of theirs, uh, is out for the year. Popped yeah. the Achilles. Nothing Oof. worse. Popped the Achilles during Thursday night's exhibition game. They had been working him as the backup left tackle, but they'd also been uh, kind of playing him over on the right side to see if he could fill in. And with them, they always need fill-ins on the offensive line. They yeah. can't. They can't afford to be losing their number one draft choice. I just get the bad, the complete bad, bad vibe from the Patriots. I know they've they've uh, pulled off some miracles, and they always figure out a way. But, I, but the problem is that divi- the rest of the division's terrible. Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins right. and the you know Buffalo Dolphins might Jets. Buffalo might be Buffalo's okay. probably the one. Uh-huh. yeah. They're, okay, I, I can't <laughs> announce they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be ten and six. Yeah, oh, and that's fair. And they're not the going to win. They're not going to win a playoff. What I'm trying to understand is what what has been going on with offensive lines the last three four years. So three, many four, guys are it's probably been about fifty. Guys have just been getting hurt, and they just can't. I mean, I, I just and I'm kind of biased, but I think about the Vikings line in the '90s when those guys they never got hurt. Stucy and McDaniel and those guys they were all it was yeah. always the same five guys yeah. every single week and you, there was never even a concern. I about can't those remember guys. who who wrote this, but it was great. But just talking about how the the change in the college game 
has made these offensive linemen not what they basically used to be because it's so it's spread off everything. Well, spread, and, yeah. in the NFL, they spread them out more too. They make them, they get them out there isolated, and they they just they got to do more than they used to. You know, back in the day, you had five fat uh, five guys standing there near one of once in a while a guy'd pull or do something like that. But uh, they just have, it's got to be. Don't you think part of it too is just the stress of trying to block one of these machines, these Everson, yeah. Everson Griffins of the world, Daniel Hunters, 265, and 270, and they're strong as oxes. And even now, equipment. if you're a, if you're a guard, you're you dealing get, with Aaron Donald, and, 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 and it's yeah. a battle of leverage. It's always a, if these guys get leverage on you, they can pop your knee in about five seconds mm-hmm. just from the. Yeah, I, I think the, I think the guys they try are. A, they're asked to do a little more, but the guys they're trying to block are just so much better. It's, yeah, uh, it, yeah I, I've said that all along. The biggest change in pro football in the last 20 years is offensive lines. that They yeah. don't stay healthy. They, they're, I also wonder if they used to weigh 300. Now they weigh 30, 30, 330. Is, mm-hmm. it, is it easier to pop sure. something at 325? You know, they used to weigh 290. And so. they're all 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, yeah. You know. yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, but, you know, that's, it, it hasn't been a terrible, I was thinking it hadn't been a terrible run of injuries yet in these. There's been a few in the, the first early exhibitions, but uh, you never know. You're always one, uh, one uh, play away from having your team, a season ruined with somebody getting hurt. Hey, isn't Lindsey Harding a former number one draft choice of the Minnesota Lynx? Wasn't she? That's not ringing wasn't a bell. The name sounds very familiar. I wasn't think she so. a Link? I, th- well, I think she played for the Sparks, too, right? Yeah, but I thought that uh, she originally was drafted by our team. Let's see here. They don't tell us, I guess. I thought she yes, was. Yes, you are correct. Was First she? overall. First overall, first pick. overall in two thousand seven by the Mercury. Uh huh. But, but she must have been traded to the Lynx somehow. Traded to the Lynx. The Lynx ended up with her, right? And she only yeah. stayed here like a year or so, right? Yeah. Oh seven, oh eight. Yep. They ended up with her anyway. The the Philadelphia seventy sixers have hired her as a full time scout. Oh wow. Yeah. Lindsay Harding. Lindsay Harding. So uh, hopefully she's a better scout than she was a player. So. You didn't have much of an NBA, WNBA career, did you? No, just a uh, couple couple teams. That's it. The uh, Alabama has uh, also lost a coveted offensive lineman. Matt Womack broke a bone in his foot during practice Thursday, and I'm sure that Coach Saban will uh, treat this as though it's an ongoing uh, part of the bad luck that they've had down there at Alabama, right? <laughs> it's just so tough down there. And then he'll blame yes, the media. Yes. And then he'll be on ESPN yeah. doing uh, television work. Yeah. That's true. Mike Bobo, who has been the coach at uh, Colorado State for a couple of years since McElwain uh, left, left, what, Crazy three years McElwain, ago? Crazy McElwain, yeah. Uh, uh, he, is, he had numbness in his feet. So he had to leave, and it is uh, his extremities. And uh, he's got peripheral neuropathy. Huh? I don't know what it is. It's uh, Is that like thoracic outlet he's, syndrome? He's been hospitalized uh, since the Rams, uh, since Colorado State's scrimmage on Saturday night. 
And uh, it's it's a result of damage to your peripheral nerves, often causing weakness, numbness, and pain, usually in your hands and feet. It can also affect other areas of your body. Uh, blah blah. What's going on in this country? We've got Leonis Martin damn near dying for some mysterious bacteria, and we got too damn many bugs floating around in this country. That's uh, that's all I got to say. Uh, this is a, uh, a uh, Freelance Friday Fun Fest, and we better uh, reserve some time at the end for the Freelance Friday Fun Fest Feel Good Thought of the Week. Wow, is that alliteration. Yes, it is. <laughs> Ask me what I'm going to do with my free time? Dance lessons. What do you think? Is there still an Arthur Murray? Arthur studio? Murray. I was just going to say. Arthur Murray. Down I'm going to learn how to sing, uh, dance to the to the Mavericks. In fact, Pat, I could help you out because one it's of kind us of a pokeyish thing. Isn't yeah. it? One of us on this show finished second. In the first ever Twin Cities Dancing with the Celebrities. Really? So I have store credit that I can pass did. on to you. You did? Okay. Did you see the... I was robbed uh, by Julia a- Cobbs, by the way. Well, yeah, but she was humiliated by suits that night, right? Well, that was at the, the, the Hubbard party afterwards. Party. Yes, yes. Okay, this is uh, my uh, feel-good thought for the week. I was, I've been contemplating this. You know, it's winding down here. I've been on the air for 35 years. And in a way, I feel like my work is done. The Twins have a new ballpark. All right. The Target Field has been remodeled, and they got a wonderful practice facility right across. Uh, The Wild, we got hockey back in St. Paul, and now they have a practice facility Mm -hmm. down there. Mm -hmm. The Saints got rid of that dump Midway Stadium. They got their own uh, ballpark down there. They're building. We've brought Major League Soccer to town. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're getting a new stadium. The Gophers got game back on campus. Those of us who lamented the loss of Memorial Stadium and railed against it, we've now brought that back. And they got a fantastic practice facility and the twins escape from orlando the dump they got a beautiful facility in fort myers what more is there left for me to do as a media promoter of all the local teams in town? and as you were mentioning earlier the gophers are in good hands with their new and and a head coach to lead the charge back to the Rose yes, Bowl. Yes, that's true. Back to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Now uh, to grow, you must fail. Yes. See, <laughs> uh, but really, you know, as a, as a longtime booster of Minnesota sports, both in the newspaper but especially here on the radio, my work is done. Yeah, my work is. What else do we need? Mm. Now, Jess Meyer wants a lacrosse team out. In, how about Ziggy's f- new facility too? Right? We could use a new studio. Yeah. (laughs) For what? I miss the drapes. (laughs) I want the drapes to make a comeback in our final weeks. And that's the biggest thing. We got rid of the drapes. (laughs) You know, this station can now go forward when we got rid of the drapes. What you know, the uh, saddest yeah. looking uh, drapes ever. Yes, you know, I, I'm not going to say. I'm not on a feel good Friday. That's I'm not going to say what it always reminded me of. Maybe before we're done here, but okay. not uh, not today. Along with but Joe's anyway, Kardashian anyway, theory. That's you know, if we would have known when we were ordering T-shirts, it would have said, "My work here is done." Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. Ah, what do you got, Reavers? Uh you know, I, I'm going to feel good touch with.
I love this time of the year. Yes. Late summer into fall. It combines all of my favorite things about sports with the conclusion of baseball. We were talking about the state amateur tournament kicking off tonight for the next three weekends. Pennant race. Pennant races. With the local team. Football season's right around the corner. <laughs> and, of course, one week from today, we'll be at the, the state, state fair, fair. And I can't wait. I the love the state Minnesota fair. The great Minnesota get-together. And we should start making plans now. Folks, you want to join us on that last Friday, which is what, the 30? It'll be 31st. 31st. Not only is this going to be the last time the show is at the fair, (laughs) this is going to be the last time I'm at the fair. (laughs) So come on out and join us that day. And uh, And trust us, folks, he won't be there a second (laughs) after 6.15. He will no, be on the what, shuttle What home. I am going to dedicate myself to at the fair is mingling with Joe's crowd, knowing it's the end and his big... I, I expect record crowds for Joe being oh, yeah. the last fair and pointing out to people that he sneaks out the back. Hey, so you, you want to go around you here. You want to go right... If you want to get him, uh, get, get him at the back. <laughs> if you here. hold it out just yeah, enough, yeah. he'll miss the shuttle. <laughs> yes, and, and make him sign stuff and buy. Because if you buy his stuff, then he ends up. He'll signing. sign it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna basically dedicate this this next state fair to a big swan song for the uh, mayor. <laughs> what do you got there? Uh, well, speaking of swan songs, I, my feel good thought for the week is finding out earlier this week that. Uh, and, and being reminded that the Twins are wrapping up their regular season this year with the White Sox coming in town yes. for four. Oh, and that Hawk. means our guy, Hawk Harrelson, is going to... Hopefully he, he wraps it up here. He's going to be wrapping it up here, hopefully, and uh, we can hear things like... Uh, he threw him out of the ballgame. you got to be paping me. What in the hell are you doing? What are you doing, Wagner? you got to be kidding me. And maybe, you know, the Former Twins... Former general manager. Oh, my God. Yeah. And maybe, maybe the Twins wrap things up with a walk off and it sounds something like this that ball hit me <laughs> and this ball game is over <laughs> so are, that's that's my feel good thought is that like Hawks gonna, not liking oh, him I, is like not white liking charles bark yeah yeah. A, yeah i mean how can I, you not I, like I, the love him. I, I think he's, he's um, just he's he's grab home. some bitch homie crushes that ball we'll be back <laughs> We'll get back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents, we'll uh, do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then we'll be at the fair on Thursday.